Welcome to the Chaos Cast again, my friends. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about a threatening, encroaching snowstorm that's coming in in the north, the northeastern part of our country, and they're expecting five foot of snow in some of these areas. Uh, we're also going to touch on more of the missile. I mean, everybody's launching missiles, and we're going to talk about who's doing it today and how dangerous it really can be for us, as well as we're going to talk a little bit about old Nancy Pelosi, old Fancy Nancy today. So, again, we're not centered on any politics, but we're going to tell you the news, and we try to bring it to you unbiasedly, because I don't trust any politicians. <laughs> I don't even trust myself sometimes, but hey, I thank y'all for coming in and listening to the Chaos Cast. I hope y'all enjoyed today. Y'all have a good and remember, give us a follow. Go to the website, grab you some gear, get you one of them happily demented Happy Gun shirts. Uh, He's just so happy. He's so demented. He helps you spread gun positivity in a world with so much gun negativity. And uh, again, go check out our links, ReadyWise. Get you some uh, 10% discount on that with code E29TEN, all capital letters, at uh, checkout. The link's on our page. And also, go check out Blackbeard Fire Starters. We got that link for you. Um, Edge is the code, E-D-G-E, all capital letters. And then go check out Grim Workshop. Go check out Viper Tech Knives, Battle Box, and Optics Planet and see what they have in store for you. And as always, y'all have a good one today, and enjoy the Chaos Cast. It's good to have y'all here today at the Chaos Cast. We're just glad to see you here. Heck yeah. Share this out to your friends. Hit that follow and subscribe button. And hit that like button. We're already at 118 likes. Heck yeah. Everybody's just so excited to be here. Everybody's just so excited to be here. How you doing, uh, Rutless Official? Good to see you. Thanks for coming in. Oh, man, they just got, they stopped all of a sudden, but it's good to see you in here. We're going to be talking about the news, as usual, chaos news. We're going to be talking about what's happening around the world. Most of you know there's a snowstorm about to hit, or it already has hit, I believe. I've been asleep. I, I just now woke up. I'm on the night shift, but yeah, the, the snowstorm is coming. I just had a friend of mine in Idaho, uh, uh, Blue Duck, uh, Blue Duck, yeah, Blue Duck went and he sent me a picture of his backyard of what's come through on them. So uh, we're looking at four, I think it's four feet of snow in Buffalo. Is is, is that what I was reading correctly uh, when I was looking at the weather? Uh, the, now this is the Weather Channel saying this: a potentially historic. Lake, I mean, there's so much historic weather happening lately. I, I mean, there's so, I mean, we got the Euphrates, dry, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Well, uh, we've got, um, <laughs> Lord, we got rivers drying up. We got uh, barges getting stuck in the Mississippi. We got droughts. We got, uh, we went from one of uh, record highs and record droughts in the summer. Now we're in the record snowstorms and weather channels telling us, a potentially historic lake effect snowstorm will dump feet of snow in parts of the Great Lakes snow belts. Uh, it's going to be coming in into the weekend. Uh, it's likely to bring travel to a standstill. So if you're traveling right now, we're sorry for We're going to pray for you. We hope everything's going to be good for you. I'm, I'm praying for you now. We, we believe in you. You may have to sleep on uh, a couple of uh, 
a, a couple of them chairs at the airport. But hey, if Tom Hanks can do it, hey, you can too. Uh, I hope y'all seen that movie. Some of y'all got to know that reference right there. <laughs> uh, the Buffalo Metro Air is going to be uh, it's going to be included in this. Bands of snow off the Great Lakes have already piled up to some impressive totals, including 15 inches east of Oswego, New York. 10 to 12 inches of snow well south of downtown Buffalo, up to 17 inches in Ashtabula County, Ohio, and up to 13 inches in Berean County, Michigan. Now, you got to realize I put this on the list this morning and when I was compiling show notes right when I got off of work. And so I'm going to pull up Google News and see if there's any updates. Um, Buffalo snowstorm up to five feet possible. And this is 40 minutes ago, up to five feet possible now. Um, snows covers an interstate south of Buffalo, New York. This is live. Let me pull this up. We're going to give you live coverage. Live coverage. Share this out to your friends. Share this out to people that's uh, threatened. How you doing, people? I'm good to see, see you. You need more trees, caveman. You need more trees. Oh, Lord. It's not letting me access it. It was a YouTube but what's happening here okay here it is it's popping up we're gonna see if if this is live this is live coverage yeah this is live coverage right here let's see if it's got some sound to it i got the volume on it's not got no sound to it this is reuters showing the intersections live i can't show it to you but uh yeah it's it's pretty covered up out there ain't nobody on that road right there that road, folks, stay off the roads. Don't die. Don't die. Stay alive. Don't die. As my friend uh, Goon Actual says all the time, stay alive. Don't die. Um, but, yeah, we got that going on um, in the north right now. Uh, nothing from NBC. Let's see here. If this tells us anything exactly. Buffalo has declared a state of emergency, and Govern- Governor Kathy Hochul did the same for 11 counties in the western and northwestern part of the state near Lake Erie and Lake Ontario. So let's talk about this. You, you got to stay warm. Maybe this caught you off guard. I mean, and it, it still amazes me how many people get caught off guard in situations. And that's why I do this is to try and get people to pay attention to what's going on. Be ready in case you missed the morning news, in case you didn't know what was going on, uh, you'll be ready. But you, there, there's certain hacks. We're going to call them hacks. This generation, uh, they they like the word hacks. So, it, you know, when you got a tip or you got a trick, we're going to call it a hack. So, you got to have a, a well-ventilated space. A well-ventilated space. You got to have a well-ventilated space. And you need to, uh, I mean, you can use candles, tea, uh, tea lights. You can use ceramic flower pots. You know, a lot of pe- people are uh, know this hack, but... You know, literally any kind of candle can be used to heat a small space. Now, I've talked to people over the years down here in in the South. Uh, you know, it always seems to hit us unexpected. 1993 uh, blizzard. I mean, ain't a person here that ain't scarred by that. That's that's uh, was born in the 80s uh, and lived through it as a child. We scarred by it, but we we went sledding anyways. And you can take um, people would take rooms and like put blankets up over doors and they would just put a kerosene heater in there to keep them warm. Something small that's burned slow and a lot of these beeswax candles burn slow. These things can burn slow, but you've got to have ventilation. So this is another hack, another tip. 
don't set a fire inside of an unventilated room. You're going to burn oxygen. You're going to die. You're going to get um, you're going to get some um, carbon monoxide poisoning. So be be very very careful, my friends. Okay, uh, man, he's talking about he grew up leaving the oven door open. I can't tell you how many times we'd wake up in the middle of the night, my mama be in there with the oven door open, sitting there warming. It's cold. I had to I turn the oven on. And uh, yeah, there's there's hacks, my friends. Don't sit there thinking you're gonna have to freeze to death and die if you get called out. So that's just just one of them things we're gonna throw out there to you. Um, we got more hacks on there. Um, I actually sent a guy make a candle heater one time. Uh, it was a big box. He had some big beeswax candles in there, and he had a chimney running out. So if you're able to do something like that, maybe you don't got no firewood, but you got a little camp cook stove, run the chimney out the window, light the candle up inside it, and maybe it'll heat it up enough to keep your, your little living room warm. But don't sit there and just die and be froze. Thank you for your follow there, Miss White Knuckle. We're glad to have you. Wild child, thank you for sharing that live. Again, if you're just now coming in, share this out to your friends. If you're coming in on the podcast right now, make sure you give us a follow and share the podcast link to your friends. You can search Chaos Cast on any of your major po- podcasting platforms. I've got tongue tied. You can, you can uh, search Chaos Cast and you're going to see that ghost knife emblem and S29 Chaos Preparedness in front of a beautiful mountain scenery by the lake and you can you can follow us there because uh, we're on apple podcast we're on google podcast we're on uh, amazon music we're on iHeartRadio, we're on spotify and then there's a whole bunch of other small ones that i can't remember the names of i'm pretty sure we're on pandora too so you know there you go you can listen to us anytime if you don't get to listen to this whole thing download it to your um phone and listen while you're at work so uh prepping money may be coming in here in a sec he just now got off work uh and we're gonna bring him up to talk about what's going on with uh this new crypto now he he, he made a point to talk about a new crypto call, um it's coming from stably uh a leading satellite uh, seattle-based web3 startup has announced the launch of its multi-chain one dollar peg stable coin on xrp ledger Ledger. So if he comes in, we're going to get him to expand on that. How you doing, Doomsday Podcast? Uh, it's good to see you. Well, thank you, Lord. Hey, I'm trying. I'm, I'm getting everywhere. I'm putting my voice everywhere. They won't kick me off. Yeah, so y'all just got to listen to me wherever you go. No, just play. But no, hey, listen to us wherever you go. Um, but uh, yeah, we got Doomsday Podcast in here. He, he's the original podcast. He's the one that gave me the idea for the multicast. We multi-streaming here. We got four, four old phone, uh, three old phones, my one current phone that's getting broke, an iMac with Riverside running, and we're going to put this on on Anchor, and it's going to go to everywhere so you can download. But give him a follow. He's the man. Give him a follow. Uh, go go listen to his podcast. Uh, he, I think he's on everywhere you can get podcasts right now. He's everywhere you can get podcasts, too. So y'all go follow him. So, um Let's look at this. Uh, Joe Biden's trip to the group of 20 summit in Bali, Indonesia. Biden was noticeably absent as the conference wrapped on Tuesday night with its traditional gala, which included some of the world's most powerful leaders, according to Fox News. This is Fox News. That's where we're signing from. The president instead returned to his hotel room for the evening. He had to have a nap. He had to get him a nap. Oh, Joe's tired, man. Well, why are y'all not going to let Joe take a nap? We got to let Joe take a nap, folks. He's, he's, he's in his 80s. 
Nancy's done quitting and she's in her 80s. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Again, folks, share this out. <laughs> it's getting broke. Yeah, all these outs, all this stuff out there on it, Mad Nana Jam. That phone's going to get broke. already having problems. Boy, it took me forever to get my software update over. I couldn't even upload some videos the other day. I don't know what the heck was going on. Dang, Apple. I love Apple, though. I have to say, it's one of the most intuitive technologies I've ever used. Um, so this comes from the Independent. Now, we covered this, uh, I think it was Monday or Wednesday. I can't remember, but you can go back and listen to the podcast on Spotify or wherever you do podcasts. And uh, you can come in here, come back in here and remind me if, if you're that, if you just really want to let me know. But the independent, we're talking about these, this murder of Idaho college students in, at the University of Idaho. So investigators are exploring the possibility that more than one person is behind the brutal murders of the four University of Idaho students. Now, what they're saying is these people were stabbed to death. This was a mass stabbing. If you didn't know those existed, hey, they're on the move. They're growing. They're happening. Mass stabbings are a thing. They are happening. We're, you know, in all over the place. That's something to be mindful of. Do you know how to disarm a person with a knife? I'm not going to tell you how to do it, but there are ways to do it. And there are self-defense classes you can take to learn to disarm somebody that has a knife coming at you. Now, I had a karate instructor. Uh, he ex- he was at the comic book store. <laughs> you learned this stuff at the comic book store from a karate instructor. He actually owned the comic book store, so he was into all kinds of cool stuff. But he explained to me how to disarm a person with a knife. Now, one of the things he said is you keep your palms out. And this is just this is just what you know. We're this is just talking. We're not. I'm not telling you to do this. Um, but he told me. You keep your hands out because the palms of your hands can take cuts better than the rest of your body can. And what he would do is when somebody's coming at him with a knife, he's going to do like that. Because when you bend that wrist, they can't hold on to it. And if they're not expecting it, if they're expecting it, they're going to be able to hold on to it. But they're going to hit that thing and, and send it flying and send it going. So, yeah, just remember that. That's uh, that's a good story. I'm not telling you, again, I'm not telling you to do it. But he told me that. But usually when you can bend that wrist, that knife's going to come out of their hand. So, um, again, I'm not telling you to do that. Don't go try and take on no robbers, my friends. But, uh, yeah, again, um, be go get you some self-defense classes. Learn how to, how to defend against a knife because that's a thing now. That's a thing now. Mass stabbing's always been a thing. I'm just going to tell you. There was one time uh, in Europe, I believe it was in England, they well, they still got high knife regulations, but they, you couldn't uh, sit around the kitchen table with a pointed knife because – People used to just sit around a pot and stab their knife down in the, in the stew pot, grab a piece of potato and eat it. Well, then it, some, many people got killed because everybody would break out in a fight over the stew pot over who got that last tater and got st- had a mass stabbing. So, <laughs> yeah, they, 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 this was, now I'm talking about, this is uh, probably the 14, 1500. This back, this is uh, pre-British Empire, I think. But uh, yeah, in England they was they had that law. You can't. The king had that law. You couldn't run around eating dinner with no no sharp knife. We ain't got. That's probably where butter knives come from. But now I remember listening to that on the History Channel. Yeah, so many people got in a fight around that pot, uh, cooking that stew. Somebody grabbed that last tater. They had to make a law. You can't have pointed knives at the supper table no more. And I've seen stuff like that. And I'm gonna tell you, passing laws don't work. It's how it works. Uh, we was down there at the Florabama grill down in uh florabama right between florida and alabama and we were eating some fish tacos over having a good time we heard table 
clatter. We heard the chairs moving. We turned around. Old, old girl stabbed her sister in the head with a fork. The daddy was dragging her away. His boyfriend was trying to console the sister that got stabbed in the head. She had a little bit of blood running down her head. <laughs> so, hey, be careful around the, around the Thanksgiving dinner table this this next week. I'm telling y'all folks, don't don't go be over there eating turkey at the Cracker Barrel and get mad and try to start going away laying everybody with a butter knife or a steak knife. I'm telling you, man, I care about your safety here. Perdido Key. Heck yeah. Yeah. I love the Perdido area. I love going down to Orange Beach and and um, down there to Gulf Shores. Fort Morgan's all right. I really didn't care for my trip to Fort Morgan because of where our stay was. And But yeah, when you go down there catching crabs, them little crabs run across the, the, uh, the little white crabs run across the beach. And when you get out there catching blue crabs in the ocean, hey, I'm telling you now, that's the place you want to go. <laughs> it's dark as heck. At the middle of the night, you're going to get ate up by, by, by about a million deer, flies, and skeeters. But you're going to catch you some crabs one way or another. We caught some of them little ghost crabs. It was about as big as the blue crabs we was catching. I actually got video footage of that, but I had to dig it up if I'm going to show y'all one day. I, I think it's on Clapper. I think it's on Clapper. I think we got some video footage on Clapper. All right. Um, now, you know, I labeled this area crime and violence. So we're, we're looking at violence. Again, we go back to Los Angeles. It's, Oh, Los Angeles, I'm just going to tell you, y'all better be careful down there, folks. We got other stories involving Los Angeles. It's not about crime. It's about reform. But I'm going to tell you, there's a lot going on down there. Uh, Denise Richards, if you know Denise Richards, actor Denise Richards, she used to be married to Charlie Sheen. She was unharmed after shots were fired in a road rage incident Monday, a representative said. Richards was heading to a film and TV studio in a pickup truck with her husband, Aaron, who had slowed as they looked for street parking when a passing motor open fire. <laughs> Don't you cut me off! No, 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 no. <laughs> Tag them after. Uh. All right. Uh, again, folks, let's share this out. Let's get folks involved. Let's uh, let's have this. Let's have us a good show. It's good to have you in here today. If you're in here, hit that like button. Let's get them likes up to about two thousand. Be good to have you in here today. Glad to have you here today. Uh, share this out a little bit. Seems like <clears throat> something is going on. Lately, I, I think it's because I'm skipping a day here and there when I go live. I'm not seeing the traction I used to see on here, but hey, I'm tired. I'm just tired. I'm so tired. Sometimes I got to take a break. But uh, it's always a working process. You got to let that algorithm get to figuring out what the heck you're doing. And uh, then it gets used to it and it decides, hey, we're going we're gonna to help him out. <laughs> Who knows? All right, so this is San Juan, Puerto Rico. Uh, Associated Press, Jose Irzari accepts that he's known as the most corrupt agent in U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration history. So these these uh, these agents, just like the police, you know, everybody wants this federal police force. I'm going to tell you something. We already got them, and you can look at them, and you can see what, what the heck's happening with them. They're just as corrupt, if not more. This guy... He was working with Colombian cartels to build a lavish lifestyle of expensive sport cars, uh, Tiffany jewels, and paramours around the world. But as he used his final hours of freedom to tell his story to the Associated Press, Irizarry says he won't go down for this alone, accusing some long-trusted DEA colleagues of joining him in skimming millions of dollars from drug money laundering stings to fund a decade's worth of luxury overseas travel, fine dining, top seats at sporting events, and frat house-style debauchery. So you can't trust none of them! 
You can't trust none of the politicians. You can't trust none of the bureaucracy. You can't even trust yourself. I'm just going to tell you, you can't even trust yourself. What I'm going to tell you today, hey, just have your plan. It's all going to heck. Uh, they thought things was getting better. The stock markets went up, and then they went back down again. We're going to be talking about that in a second. And this comes from Tokyo Reuters. A missile fired on Friday by North Korea had sufficient range to reach the United States mainland and was capable of flying as far as 15,000 kilometers, which is 9,320 miles if you're in America, not in Europe or Asia or the rest of the world. Japan's de- uh, defense minister, Yazukaza, Yazukuzu Hamado, I hope I said that right, uh, he, he told that the other day, the project... The projectile in the class of intercontinental ballistic missiles reached an altitude of 6,000 kilometers, 3,730 uh, 3, miles, covering a range of 1,000 kilometers, 622 miles, on a lofty tra- trajectory. Here, my, my redneck is trying to take over. <laughs> Hirakazu Matsuno, the chief cabinet secretary, had said earlier that day so north korea has a ballistic missile intercontinental ballistic missile that can reach american shores <laughs> we need to get rid of qualified immunity yeah I- i'm telling you man i'm telling you um you can't trust your government <laughs> you can't trust yourself <laughs> you can't trust the health care you can't and, and that and dang, everybody wants to destroy us. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, you better get ready if you ain't been ready. You better get a little food put up. You know, I believe Lord firmly gonna take care of me, but it's up to me to decide how, how comfortable I'm gonna be in that situation if I by putting up something that I can use uh, later on. Now we're looking at uh, this whole situation with Poland. Now Zelensky insists that Russia has been that Russia was behind a deadly missile strike in Poland, despite American intelligence indicating the missile was Ukrainian. So it says U.S. officials are pushing to more closely coordinate messaging with allies, including Kiev, on the explosion. So we're seeing all this stuff going on, and and it seems like Zelensky. This is the first time that they've kind of parted ways on what they thought. And, and, and America, even Joe Biden is saying, hey, we 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 don't think that come from Russia. We think that was y'all trying to hit these Russian missiles. And hey, how you doing, Nowhere Ranch? Good to see you, bud. And so we're seeing this, and it's almost like, hey, we're going to try to start World War III because y'all ain't coming here like we wanted y'all to, and then you're going to have to come here. It's what it seems like to me. Two people in Poland got killed because of Ukraine, uh, because of a Ukrainian missile. That's what our intelligence is saying. Now the rest of the world, it really is kind of up in arms, and they're struggling to try and get get in contact with everybody. Be like, hey, look, we think they did this. Don't don't fire no missiles yet. Don't go to war yet. How you doing, Tic Tac Original? Good to see you. Uh, if you're coming in, share this out. It's good to have everybody in here. Dan Boone, welcome in. Rich Groom, welcome in. Again, the rules. No evasive politics. No uh, no vulgarity towards children of any kind. Um, and don't mention my children in the background. And, uh, yeah, no racism and no evasive politics. Like we said that. And no abuse. Just don't abuse people. Treat everybody right. Treat people how you want to be treated. Um, 
Russia launched its biggest wave of missile attacks on Ukrainian cities in more than a month on Tuesday, which left more than 7 million people without power. So I want you as an American citizen to think about this. No matter what you believe about Russia, stuff's popping off. Some of these smaller states are trying to contribute to it. They're becoming players. They're, 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 no matter what you believe, if a leader in another country or a military leader gets something in their head, you don't know what's going to happen. Now we see North Korea. They're the most, like, they're nuts. That Kim Jong-il, I mean, they're so, the, the stuff that the people over there believe about him is nuts. I think they believe he doesn't even go to the bathroom. <laughs> they think he's like a god. It's crazy. I mean, that guy's got internet, intercontinental ballistic missiles now that can, that can hit the American mainland. I mean, we just, Tokyo's giving that information to us now. They've been testing these missiles day after day. Something could happen. You imagine if a missile, just one nuclear missile hit America. Can you, I mean, it, it may not kill the rest of us. It may take out one major city. It may cause, not affect you directly, but it's going to affect you indirectly in some way just by the, how would you say, ju just by the, the power factor of what just happened in your country. You got to think about that. Now, Iran, they're under tons of sanctions. You're told they don't have no tech. You know, most American people are led to believe they don't have any technology. They're just a bunch of people out there living in the desert. But yet they're sending attack drones that they back engineered off of some of our most advanced, technologically advanced drones. And they have technology on them that we don't, we didn't have on it. And they're sending those to Russia. And these attack drones are causing devastation. And they got kamikaze drones. They have attack drones. Um, this is going to... Somebody said it the other day in the comments. This will be the first known drone war. They're going to look at this kind of like um, World War II. And World War One is kind of where the automatic weapon, you know, the machine gun kind of established itself. Then World War II, well, it was kind of where you've seen a lot of... It was just greatest war you know there was so much that happened there there were so many things that was that was kind of set as a standard there uh the civil war was known to be one of the first real big huge instances of mass use of guerrilla warfare the american civil war so this is going to be that first big war where there were a lot of you know it's going to be a drone war and then as it expands into world war three which a lot of people are, are thinking I believe we're going to see things we ain't never seen before. I mean, they've, they've got the, they're, they're working on, I mean, I got the video up. You can go watch it. Some of the stuff that the governments are working on. I mean, we got that technology now, but imagine how much they have perfected it. Now that we're seeing it, imagine what they have. They're always ahead of us. That's where a lot of your tech comes from is the aerospace in, industry and the military. Uh, they had internet before we did. That's a lot of where your dark web is, is established. It's in those old, um, those old back parts of the internet, you know, they say we don't use a lot of the a majority of the space in the internet, but then there's these hackers and and government, you know, agents that use these things to communicate with. Um, and and there's a lot going on there. Uh, the more and more you study into that, now that's the things that probably should be keeping you up at night. But yeah, I mean, they, they, they have this technology. How much have they perfected? What are our soldiers going to see when we're going against other technologically advanced countries? Because I don't believe they've deployed a lot of that stuff in 
Ukraine yet. We've not seen the dang machine gun dogs like China's coming out with yet. Uh, now they're yeah, yeah, now they're developing that now, or they just kind of come up with that. But think about war as a way of jump starting production. Civil War, we've seen repeating rifle technology just blow out the roof. Uh, World War One, World War Two, we've seen uh, firearms and and weapon technology just grow exponentially. I mean, Germany just made tons of things that everybody was just struggling to keep up with. Then we took their scientists and we developed one of the one of the strongest militaries in the world, that Project Paperclip stuff that you hear about. Um, and because when you look at it, Von Braun, the guy we got a, a stadium named after down here in Huntsville, Alabama, he was a Nazi. And they got pictures of the guy with, with swastikas. He, was, he wasn't just going along, toeing the line. He was a hardcore Nazi. But we brought him over here to get the technology off of him. Um, and, and and that we did, that we did, and and I'm going to tell you, war pushes technology. What are you going to see? Now we got that video up about what you might see as we move forward. I mean, <laughs> personal flying uh, devices uh, that you know a lot of you've seen them here and there on the internet, but they they've been developing that for the military. You know, them little personal personal uh, jet booster. Them handheld jet boosters in that pack. I seen one where we and we got it on that video. That soldier sets down, he unstraps and he comes out. I mean, you imagine they try to get a get a group of guys in under the radar. They send about ten of them guys, ten or twenty of them guys in. You know, them things cost less than a helicopter. You know, they cost less than a jet. Uh, you know, they cost uh, less than most of your fighter. Uh, um, I mean, most of your troop uh, transporting equipment, a Chinook or whatnot. So you get about 10 of them guys go land in. I mean, the Navy SEALs, they're probably already using that stuff. You imagine what a, what a real war is going to look like when it... I mean, a lot, you got a lot of these people, I support Ukraine. They want to have uh, no-fly zone established. They want to have this... Hey, I don't think you're going to be able to sit in over here in America during World War III and be unharmed by what's happening over there. I'd hold up on this gate, my friends. I'd hold up on pushing for it because you don't know how hard life's gonna get. I mean, I'm telling you, we're, we're this gen, this new generation. They are facing some of the worst hardship that they've ever had to face. Now, I was listening to a minister talk about the other day. You know, we, you know, when I was a kid, we was eating light bread hamburgers. You know, we thought that was tough. Uh, my grandparents, they were eating, they were canning and growing their own food. That, that was tough. Uh, their their uh, parents were going through the depression when they were born, and that was tough. This generation has not seen hardship, but I believe it will if we keep going in this direction. Um, let's see here. What, what else do we have today? Um, <clears throat> this is uh, the CNN business, New York CNN business. Wall Street cares only about one thing right now, and it's not earnings. The state of the job market. Resilient consumer spending or the spectacular FTX crypto meltdown. Investors are laser focused on the Federal Reserve and what central bankers are saying about inflation and rates. Just look at what stocks did Thursday. The Dow fell a little more than seven points, essentially flat on a choppy day of trading. The market was volatile due to the comments from St. Louis Fed President James Ballard about the possibility of much bigger interest rate hikes. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ each ended the day down more than 0.3%. So you got to look at it. Everybody was saying, well, now the election's over, everything's going to get better. Not necessarily. 
You've seen the stocks rally. You've seen the market go up. You've seen some things happen. Now it's back down again. Why? Because you're hearing things from places like Target that are like 40% down in sales. And we're in the middle of one of the biggest shopping retail seasons there is. People are supposed to be getting ready for Christmas. People are supposed to be getting ready for Thanksgiving dinner. They're just not spending the type of money that they used to did. Why? Because they can't afford much more than food, bills, and gasoline. Um, We have actually gotten to the point where we're limiting where we're traveling because gas has got so high. Uh, keeping the kids fed because the kids are getting bigger. If y'all ain't noticed when they walk through the background, we got one that's bigger than me now. He's a house. He, he's he's going to be my bodyguard when I get old and crippled. And we're trying to feed that monster. And y'all, you know, you know, not y'all, but they just keep jacking them prices up. I can't afford to feed him much longer. I'm going to have to sit him out in the woods and live and hunt and thrive. So it's, it's, he's learned how to kill squirrels. So we're there. We're at that point now. Uh, welcome in, welcome in. Just Dusty, good to see you. <laughs> Been trying to stay home to say gas. Just Dusty is confirming what I'm saying, what I'm thinking. I'm not the only one that's suffering in this economy. Um, we're, we're Look, folks, there's so many different organizations that are declaring we're, you know, we're in a mess. I, every day I see a new business, a new um, finance leader come up and say, hey, it's in, you know, this is coming. This is happening. And it's happening. Every day we're seeing more and more. More states are declaring emergencies over diesel fuel shortages. They might be about to get it caught up, but they hadn't fully yet. We're seeing more and more and more happen. We're seeing more crime, crowds through the roof. People are stealing food. Uh, I think it was uh, one of the things about Target, they, they seen, uh, man, I can't remember, it was in the millions upon, like hundreds of millions of dollars just in theft they've lost so much just in theft and that is insane i mean theft is actually hitting their bottom line they say they're running on skeleton crews because they can't get anyone to come in and work uh that people don't want to work that job people are taking higher paying jobs because a whole job market's in flux a lot of people are stepping out of that job market and they're going and starting uh businesses we talk about these things every day um and what we're seeing is they don't got enough people to sit there and watch. So you're having crowds of people, not just Target, but they're going in everywhere. They're going in your local 7-Eleven. They're going in over in the Gap. They're going into uh, your hardware store, Lowe's, and they're walking out with more stuff than you know than can than has ever really been seen stole before, in, in large amounts. And some of these people are, are trying to you know they're trying to make a living out of that. I believe they're trying to sell these stolen. And as as you look at it, the world's falling apart. Our country's falling apart. It's not what it used to be. Um, when you look at that that scenario specifically, people are just stealing and they're walking out, especially in these states where they uh, they have passed basically what a lot of people are beginning to call purge laws. They're not. You know, holding anybody accountable, they're not going to even show up if there's more than so much money uh, worth of product been stole. They're not going to even, um, they're not even going to take them in or hold them in bail. They're basically going to give them a slap on the wrist. There, there's laws that are keeping people from uh, even being, or how is it even be like it's, 
the, the way I was explaining to me, you, they're not even going to make, they're not even going to push squatters off your property. If people start just, and, and I see this, if people start asking, exiting cities in mass because of just how decrepit it, this life gets there, which we're going to talk about one of those instances in a second, you're going to, you know, you're going to see people squatting on private property. It's already happening in Europe. They're going out and cutting trees down because they can't get heating fuel. So they're going, uh, you know, the, the wood stoves are going through the roof over. Wood heating's going through the wood roof. And <clears throat> they're going out into private property and cutting wood to burn for heat. <laughs> Annie Abe says, I'm not looking to get shot for someone shoplifting either. Uh, let me see here what, what else she said. No one wants to work anymore. Yeah, and you see that trend. Um, yeah, no one wants to work for poverty wages, too. I, you know, I, and I understand that. I, I, I see so many places, you know, the price is going up, but the pay's not moving. Some places, the pay's going down. That's, 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 that's the argument right now. And that's why a lot of people are starting these businesses uh, online. They're easy to start. I started May 1. You can get a heating oil out of transformers. Okay, man, don't go telling people that about the mineral oil. People be shooting them transformers out every which way, and then the grid really will go down. It'll go down in every redneck area of, uh, of uh, the United States. They'll just start shooting transformers down like, I'm going to get me some of this oil. We're going to heat this mug up. All right, so let's see. New York, this again, Associated Press, mass layoffs that began in Amazon's corporate ranks this week will extend into the next year. Now, you're seeing this trend. Ever since Elon got a hold of Twitter, <clears throat> it's good to see you too, Annie. Ever since Elon got a hold of Twitter, <laughs> he started firing all the woke employees. And you see, like, every tech company is over there. <laughs> They're over there firing all, all their leadership. They're firing all kinds of people. I mean, Facebook's laying 11000 off. Amazon's laying a bunch off. You're, you're seeing certain news organizations just collapse because nobody wants to buy that stuff anymore. It's just too woke. People sick of woke. People paying too much for gas. People paying too much for food. They about fed up with it. Uh, just Dusty is saying she got hired in third week of January, but got laid off in the first week of June. So that that's that's a trend we're seeing. And what they do, they hire you in at that base pay. And when it comes time to raise your pay because you know what you're doing, they're gonna let you go. Some of these places will try and keep you there, but they'll try and keep you at that base level of pay and you're not, they're trying to cut costs. And and they encourage these lower level managers probably to do it because they're gonna get a bonus for whatever they can cut off the budget. They get a certain percentage. I think some places pay 20% of what you can cut off the budget. That's your little part that you get. So if you can keep out and people working, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna say I, I these staffing and um, these staffing or, uh, organizations I think they're gonna collapse because you're gonna see so many people that are just gonna go get a regular job that used to work for that the standard for just a regular job is gonna sink so low they're just gonna take whoever they can get and these staffing organizations are gonna end up collapsing because of how that works because you see so many of them hire people in and they get paid through that organization well then they the company works out with them and they'll send, well, we're gonna send you down here. You're not gonna get hired in. You're gonna basically work for them. You're gonna see more and more people just abandon that that whole platform and they're they're gonna have, I think they're struggling now as it is. 
All right, so um, let's, let's see. There was one I was wanting to look at specifically. Um, this comes from Yahoo uh, News. Representative Karen Bass has defeated billionaire developer Rick Caruso to serve as the next mayor of Los Angeles. Part of her first order of business, the unhoused, I mean, we used to say homeless, but they're the unhoused crisis in the city. Los Angeles, the second largest city in the U.S., is struggling to address people living in tents, vehicles, and shelters, and on the streets. In downtown L.A., Skid Row is lined with tents, one next to another, for blocks. In the beach areas of Venice and Santa Monica, homeless individuals are widespread along the walkways. In Hollywood and the San Fernando Valley, tents and people crowd the sidewalks. Okay, so I'm seeing two factors here. People living in RVs, people living in vans, people living in cars. That's a whole lifestyle now. That's the minimalist lifestyle. If you didn't know it, get on YouTube. <laughs> Dennis for president, Lord help. I don't want that mess. <laughs> it's, I, can barely, I can barely keep up around here in Redneck Woods. Okay, man, don't put that mess on me. <laughs> Chris Abel's good to see you, bud. So yeah, that, that's a whole lifestyle. That, that's that's the part of that millennial and Gen Z rejecting the establishment ideas that you got to own a house and you got to have a picket fence. Uh, they're they're buying tiny homes. They're buying old buses, schoolies. Look up schoolies. They're buying uh, they're buying old RVs. They're buying vans, Sprinter vans. They're converting them into their homes. They're putting a bed down. And I'm going to tell you, some of these things is nice. I, I'm, me and my wife talk about making us one just to travel with. And a lot of them are, are working in the digital community. They have their own web-based technology. Yeah, people can't afford uh, housing in some cases. So that, that's what started this route. And now everybody has been glamorized. And everybody's like, hey, I can afford a van. You know, hey, I can afford to, to run my business out of a van. All you need literally now for a business is is a laptop or an iPad. I'd, I'd suggest you get you a good, if you can get you a good home computer with a good hard drive. There's, there's laptops out there, I believe, that can run a good business. But yeah, literally all you need is a laptop, some Wi-Fi, and, and a website. I mean, you don't even have to hold product anymore. You can, you can do that. So you see more and more, they call it the new rich. I've, I don't know if y'all have seen that commercial or heard that phrase, the new rich. And people are basically, you know, time is the new currency, they say. So they're they're quitting. It's the quiet quitting movement. Then there's the people that are basically, they're retiring early. They're working insane hours, saving up their money. They buy a homestead. They buy a van. They travel the U.S. They go surfing, uh, you know, one week. The next week, they're out hiking in the mountains. Then the next week, they're up there just trying to survive in a tent in Alaska. I mean, you're seeing so much flush with the online community. And, and that's one of the reasons I'm expanding what I'm doing more online. I've seen the benefits just for my ministry. I've built a whole ministry online. You know, here I am a Pentecostal minister, and there's so many things that can stop you, that, that, that people that can step in front of you there. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my own thing. And the Lord's blessed me, and it's worked out. You know, and I'm not saying anything bad about that. I'm just saying there's certain things that, that happen in life. Two-story mini born from Home Depot is $10,000. That's not bad. <laughs> Caveman's talking about tiny homes. Hey, you know how many people are buying little sheds and putting them on about five or six acres of land and starting a homestead? Me, me and my wife has seriously talked about this. You know, getting out from under the house paper. You know, buy, you know, buy this, pay it off, 
pay the land off, and then I then we're just working. If I work, that money's going to me. That money's going into my property. We're we're building the businesses. We we both have side businesses we're working on. We hope you come be a part of it. Go buy something. Go tap the links. Go go get involved. Uh, hey, we're always glad to have your business. Come join our coffee team. We're always glad for that. But remember, you need to get ready when we're ready wise. And we got that link. We got that link. We got the link up on Facebook. We got the link up on the website. The link's in our bio to the website. And we got our link tree down there uh, on the landing page. So go hit one of them links. We got all kinds of great products for you that we're repping and advertising. It was basically a digital advertising, redneck digital advertising agency. So just go check out the website, s29chaos.com. We've been, we've been really seeing a lot of traffic on the website. And we've been trying to optimize that and build that email list. So if you want exclusive deals from the website, if you want access to the Chaos Chronicles, you know, you get on that subscription list on the website. It's going to come to your email box. You're going to get uh, links to the, you're not even going to have to go to some of these places. You're just going to get the links. You're going to get the videos you can watch right there on that, that email. When you go to the Chaos Chronicles, when we send that out, we've got all these different things to help you grow. We got all this this different short video platform uh, tutorials for you to learn from. So go check these videos out. You can find literally any of our links, wherever you do social media, your main social media. You can go to the website and you can find your site. Now also we got Clapper. You want to go join Clapper? We do have a tier there called the bug. I think it's the we call it the bug out tier where you can join $50 a month. You're supporting what we do here and you're going to get a, a monthly survival gift in the mail of 25 to $35 in value. So the majority of that goes back to you because that's why it costs so much. We're going to send you, we're going to help you build a bag. We're going to help you grow in your preparedness. So if you're interested in that, hop on over to Clapper app, join, give uh, S29 Chaos uh, Preparedness, which is S29 Chaos pretty well everywhere now except Instagram. But um, yeah, go there, give us a follow there. Clapper's growing. Clapper's growing. And I'm going to tell you, if, if TikTok shuts down, Majority of the folks are going to go over. I don't know what the kids are going to do. They're probably just going to hide on Snapchat because they got facial recognition technology on there to keep the kids off. Because it's it's an adult platform, folks. There ain't no nudity. There's no pornography. But you do have OnlyFans repping their brands there. You do have people using foul language. You do have people that that smoke pot on lives. You you have preachers too, though. You have pre because they don't censor you there. Uh, I can have gun gun content there. I have a majority of my gun content on there. Um, and I'm thinking about posting some uh, uh, kill, clean, and cook um, material on that website. So go check uh, on, on that uh, platform as well as the website. So go check it out. Let's see. Um, the Tigris and the Euphrates River is, is becoming more and more of a topic. Now, this is from Associated Press. The starkly different realities are playing out along the length of the Tigris and Euphrates River Basin. One of the world's most vulnerable watersheds. River flows have fallen by 40% in the past four decades as the states along its length, Turkey, Syria, Iran, and Iraq, pursue rapid uh, unilateral development of the water's use. The drop is projected to worsen as temperatures rise from climate change. Both Turkey and Iraq, the two biggest consumers, acknowledge they must cooperate to preserve the river system that some 60 million people rely on to sustain their lives. 60 million people. We're seeing their Euphrates. You're seeing a lot of um, prophecy. Um, people posting stuff about prophecy with uh, Euphrates drying up. You're seeing all kinds of stuff 
come up about this Euphrates River drain. But here's the odd thing. And we had a guy come in a couple of lives ago, a couple of live streams ago, and mentioned, he said, you know, we're, we're seeing a lot of this, we're seeing a lot of these rivers begin to dry up. Now, he had a theory that it was it was because of, of uh, tectonic plates moving and continental drift, and, and we're seeing a rise in elevation. And he was talking about different places he was looking at, at um, uh, seismic activity, different things like that. And I'd never heard that theory before. It was very interesting to me. If anybody else can elaborate on that, it'd be great. Um, that'd be great to uh, have your input. I was thinking prepping money was going to come in and talk about this this new um, U.S. dollar-based uh, XRP ledger stable coin, but he didn't. We might get in that next week. But he's saying everybody's worried about FTX. Uh, collapsing. Everybody's worried about all these different things. Everybody's worried about stock market crashing. He's saying this right here is something to be watching. I've been told by a number of people and watched a number of places it's been saying especially to watch that um, that XRP and the Ripple coin. So this is another thing on that platform to be watching. Um, let's make sure I've covered everything because I had a lot of stuff on here to talk about but yeah i think i think that's the majority of the news today and i'm just gonna say like i told you every day there's something going on there's some new things happening that that just show us how unstable the economy is how unstable our world is how unstable um you know life really has become I, i'm constantly counseling people i'm not telling you to be one of these insane people no they're not insane i'm not telling you you got to be one of these people that put a bunker in and have 10 years of food and, and nuclear radiation so i'm saying look be prepared for the basics have your to your go bag ready you know have what you'll need if you got to take off you know no have a system down of keeping medications your animals food your food your water water is going to be key gonna need water and you need to carry and be able to carry enough of it that you don't have to stay by water sources because that's dangerous in in a lot of these issues and problems i think they were talking about when people were in um the superdome down during katrina one of the most dangerous places were the bathrooms and there were like thing bad things happening in there like criminal organizations set up shop in the bathrooms and kids were coming up missing so look stay away from the water make sure you can carry or stay away from the water as much as you can but be able to carry as much water as you can that's where dry bags come in and just have food food's going to be key food's going to be power if 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 uh, there's an economic collapse if there if the dollar i'm going to tell you somebody will not if somebody offers you a hundred dollar bill and it's your food or that hundred dollar bill in an emergency more than likely you're not going to trade for that hundred dollar bill or that little piece of gold, that little encased gold. So I'm, I'm going to tell you, folks, be prepared. Have your your stuff together. Have your plan. Have a place for the family to rally. If you're all at work and you both, you all work different places and you come home and nobody's there, everybody's going to rally at this point and you're going to all wait for each other there, a place you know will be safe. And, and, and we're just telling you to be ready. And we always tell you, you know, we got the links on the site. We got the links in our bio here on Facebook. Now we have the links up on the live stream. But get ready with us at ReadyWise, my friends. Get ready with us. We got a link. It, uh, we have 
Uh, discount code now, E29TEN, all capital letters, gonna save you 10%. You can get the adventure meals, you can get emergency food buckets, you can get breakfast buckets, you can you can start your uh, stockpile, your supply, you can be prepared, you can be ready. We also have our Blackbeard fire starters. You got your fire starter here. Um, and this is a great product. We've got a couple videos using these different fire starters, uh, using the ferro rods. Um, I think we've, we've used about all of this product that we got here. It's, I mean, we got a bunch of fire start product, but yeah, Blackbeard fire starters. We have got you a link and a code. We have got, we have got, um, code there that you can use to go on that site and get what you need. We got other links for you to follow. And we're, we're going to point you in the right direction of how to get started. And I'm going to tell you, hey, be prepared. Be ready. You never know what's going to happen. Now, one of the things that we always call your most important tool, the thing you need to be putting, uh, you, you need to really invest in is going to be your knife because you don't got to reload it. You can do a million things with it. Um, as long as you can keep it sharp and that ain't terribly hard. We've got plenty of videos of that, but we have our friend Adnan's knives up on the website. Again, the link's in the bio, edge29chaos.com, and you can get you a, a new knife. You can get you one of, uh, one of our Crambit style skinning knives. You can get one of our um, Damascus steel and high carbon steel hunting knives. They come in these leather sheaths. Pretty good knives. Pretty sharp when they come. They come wrapped up in saran wrap, covered in oil. And you know, you got to keep them oil because most of these good knives come from having oil. I mean, come, come from high carbon steel stuff that'll rust. So you're going to have to have that oil on it. It's, it's a relationship. Somebody told me a high carbon steel blade is a relationship. Stainless steel is uh, just that side girlfriend that you, you keep at the trailer park over. No, I'm joking. I work not make jokes like that. Y'all better pray for me down here in Alabama. But now, um, go check that out if you want to support us. And again, you know, we're down we're down to the last few minutes, and I like to talk to people about my main preparation. I like to tell you about my main preparation. The person I trust, the thing I trust above all. Um, you know, I, I can have all kinds of tools. I can have all kinds of food put up. But, you know, in a blink of an eye, you can lose it. I can have all kinds of skills, blink of eye. I'm not able to, to perform those skills. I'm not able to use those skills. I've hit my head and I've lost my memory. No remember them skills. But I can put my trust in Jesus Christ. He's He's my main preparation. That's how I'm always prepared and never scared. Um, I, he covers my back. He covers, he's, he's like the wild card Nuno. Just when you thought things was over, somebody throws a wild card on there and changes the color on and that's what Jesus does with the devil, with the world, with people. I've had too many situations where my needs have been supplied, where I have been taken care of, and the Lord has blessed my life for you to ever be able to talk me out of believing in the Lord my God. Just, just seen him take, I, I don't come at you with science to prove him. I don't come at you with history to prove him. I come at you with personal situations that I've seen him personally intervene in my life and keep me took care of. Working on getting that on a shirt for you. <laughs> Always prepared, never scared. We got we got that up there. So go check out the website and get you a happy gun shirt. 
uh, support us here. I forgot to throw that in there. We're going to throw that in there real quick before we pray. But um, I want to pray for you today. I want to pray God sends his blessing and he's anointing on you today. I want to pray that um, God gives you wisdom in keeping your family safe, keeping yourself safe, keeping your uh, animals safe, keeping your investments safe. Pray God takes care of you today. And I pray that uh, you have a good day. I got one more night of work. We got an extra night this week. I think they're getting ready for next week on Thanksgiving. So y'all pray for me during this prayer. They got to give me some strength. <laughs> but we're going to pray. And then we got to hop off here. And uh, I got to go order me some pizzas because I'm not cooking today. I'm just not. It's supposed to be my off day. How you doing, gorgeous? Good to see you. Mom and them's doing pretty good. Uh, but we're going to say a, a prayer real quick. And uh, we hope y'all have a real good day today. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for just giving us this time together. I thank you, Lord, for just helping us have a good conversation here. I, I thank you, God, for just sending people along my path so that I can share with them and help them and spread your word, Lord God, and, and uh, proclaim your word and tell people about my relationship with you, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for all you've done in my life. I thank you for the folks, Lord God, you sent along in my path that just needs some encouragement, and I'm able to encourage because you've sent them along to me when I needed it, God. Lord, I pray that you stifle fear, you stifle doubt, you stifle regret, and you begin to instill, Lord God, in people a, a strength, a peace, an anointing, a courage that they didn't know they could have, Lord God, in these troublesome times. Lord, I pray that you just have your way. And in Jesus' name, they all said amen. We thank you for coming in today to the chaos. Y'all have a good one. Come back and see us now, you hear?